Our final speaker today is Dr. Benjamin Fine. Ben Fine is co-founder of Halo Health and also the lead physician, quality and informatics at Trillium Health Partners. He's an active mentor and advisor to several early stage health tech companies. Ben will tie it all together, no pressure at all, uh, with a talk on the power of Canada's 89,000 physicians, the work that Halo Health is doing to activate physicians into uh, angel investors and the role of Canadian medical doctors in the current environment and post-economic recovery. Welcome, Ben. Thank you for joining us. Claudio, thanks so much for uh, inviting me and really for uh, what you've done here today is already an example of what needs to be done. You've built brought the startup world um, and the traditional medical uh, enter uh, ecosystem together uh, to try and work on getting us through COVID-19. So uh, I'm Ben Fine. My day job, day job is as a radiologist. I'm a co-founder and a board member of Halo Health, which is Canada's uh, MD-led angel network, and uh, also right now helping lead a real-time data collaborative helping inform Ontario's response to COVID, uh, which is at howsmyflattening.ca. So my comments, I think, come from, from those perspectives. Um, for me, reflecting on the havoc that this RNA virus is currently having on the world, you know, I couldn't really help but think of a few things that we can learn from its success. And I think the biggest thing here is, as you're already doing uh, with this call here today is we need a lot more co-infection going on. And uh, what we really need is this rapidly adaptive startup DNA that uh, the startup world has innately to infect healthcare very quickly to allow us to move faster and adopt this uh, tech-enabled care delivery, which certainly will be the future. At the same time, we really need startups to uh, become infected with more frontline and health system understanding um, DNA so that they can really solve the right problems uh, in in uh, facing COVID-19 uh, as, as this moves forward. So Halo Health is one entity that tries to do this, and I'll give you a few examples um, of what I think uh, kind of needs to happen here, which I'm uh, so pleased to see basically everyone who's spoken before me has is already working on um, that just needs to be brought together um, more frequently uh, like this. So, you know, Halo Health, typically before COVID, we were here, a bunch of physicians, you know, over 100 across Canada who were investing their expertise and network and money into things that they believed would actually have an impact in healthcare and then act as a signal to people like Benton about where they should be putting their uh, money because we thought that would actually have an impact. Um, but we had to shift the world very quickly as well to say, you know, you know, physicians aren't working and generating income today, but they, what they do have is a whole new set of problems. And so can we do the reverse? Can we get um, startups uh, to basically help MDs solve their problems? You know, we're starting an MD boot camp as an example with Macadamian, who's a software provider out of Ottawa, uh, to um, help physicians who feel like they have a new need that needs to be addressed in this post-COVID world. And I think these are the types of things that need to happen quickly um, in kind of this DNA exchange. The second, which I love that we're talking about procurement because it's a real pain, 
And I love Angela's idea of kind of an own the podium kind of procurement specifically for technology is, uh, you know, for sure government procurement is critical at this time. This, these are, this is wartime. Um, you have to move quickly, you know, leadership, leadership and logistics. It's what's going to win here. And the concept of having a challenge based, uh, roadmap, again, as Angela had spoken to, would be phenomenal. And I think we did kind of a sputtery first version of PPE procurement, and we've seen it. The money's there. But imagine trying to – and that was kind of messy if you had a view to inside any uh, anyone trying to actually get those deals done and then get the PPE on the ground. You know, what should have been done in, in days probably took weeks. Uh, and now we're going to try and do the same thing with, like, a digital transformation of the entire health tech ecosystem – in like a day. <laughs> and you can imagine these are entities, you know, it's like going to ask your grandmother, like, what's your favorite cloud provider? Um, you know, and, and, and helping her implement that, like, that's, that's just really complicated stuff. And so we need an army of experts, um, you know, people like Darren to help um, these healthcare providers, whether it's health systems or, uh, uh, or family docs, figure out how tech is going to work into their workflow because yes, there are a few people who know how to do it, but most of us uh, do not. Uh, if we did, we probably would have done it already. Um, the second theme within the procurement, I think is the idea of picking winners, which is uncomfortable for some in Canada uh, and Ontario, particularly have a long history of creating more problems than solutions by picking a whole bunch of different vendors to try and solve a problem. And sometimes you just need one, you know, Spartan's an example of, one that, you know, hey, we need help. Help us as quickly as possible. Deal with one person. Victoria mentioned the idea of contact tracing. You know, there's about a dozen apps out there. Sadly, or what really needs to happen is the government needs to pick one because the only way tracing works is if every single person is on the same system uh, and every single person is using it. Otherwise, it doesn't provide any value. Um, you know, virtual care, and Dr. Gandhi spoke to my chart, you know, maybe make that the one that everybody uses. You could use things like pocket health for eliminating CD burning so people don't have to sit in waiting rooms and make that just the way that people do things. It may be uncomfortable for some, but it's kind of wartime and things like that need to happen. The last, the third thing I'll talk about, which again um, comes from some of Claudia's uh, ideas around um, building, about identifying the right problems. And I think startups because that's what investors like to see our focus on building products. Um, but I think we need to incorporate some of the ideas that Dr. Gandhi and Dr. Larson talked about these waves that are coming. Um, and what we really need in terms of, uh, you know, healthcare delivery that could power economic growth are new or innovations in service delivery. So, you know, Everyone knows that post-COVID is not going to look, the next two years are not going to look like a month ago. It's not a switch you can just turn back on. You know, we kind of have glimmers of what that's going to look like for anyone who's been to Loblaws or any grocery store. You know, and the question is that, you know, healthcare providers need help from startups to think about is what does the you know, X service look like in the post-COVID world. So what's the Loblaws for endoscopy look like or, in, or medical imaging or the operating room or the emergency department, primary care, palliative care, et cetera. They're all going to look very different um, in a time where um, we have, uh, that we're going to be living in as we do this dance and try to balance public health 
the economy and privacy moving forward. So I think, you know, people like OCE can really help enable that um, uh, thinking ahead to say, here are the problems you need to think about over the next two years. Uh, and, and, uh, and startups, please focus on that. CDL, Creative Destructive Lab, um, across the country is starting up a unique recovery program where they've invited, um, they brought all their entrepreneurial mentors around the table for virtual sessions to help any startup that wants to focus on either public health uh, or improving the economy um, to give them all the help they possibly can to uh, build businesses that will help the kind of COVID and post-COVID world.